What does it mean to be a servant leader? How do servant leaders equip others for success? How and why are servant leaders committed to the growth of others and their success? How do servant leaders cultivate teamwork? How do you strike a balance between servanthood and leadership? Or is there a balance that needs to be struck at all? What does this all mean for you in a practical and actionable way? I want to get into answering all of these questions, and my hope is that you begin to see how you can serve through your leadership and that you start taking action immediately. So let's get going. Welcome to the Advantage Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Vincent Ream, and this is the place to be at the start of each week where you can take positive steps to advance your leadership and enhance your mindsets so that you can produce a major impact on your success and future growth and allow you to be a more effective leader. Hey, how's it going? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Advantaged Business Solutions Podcast. I want to thank you for investing some of your most valuable resource with me today. That's your time and to focus on improving your effectiveness to lead your business. As you know, what I do is focus on improving the ability of entrepreneurs to lead. And for the most part, this applies to anyone that is leading. Entrepreneurs are, by and large, great dreamers, but I have noticed a lack of the same confidence and creativity applied to leading that they have applied to their business. With that in mind, I want to make accessible content that you can quickly take in, then apply within your business to lead with confidence. So let's get to the topic of the day. What does it mean to be a servant leader? There is a big misconception about what servant leadership is. I've listened to many discussions uh, that say being a servant leader is good for short periods of time and that it only plays a small part in leading. Uh, The argument usually concludes that by being a servant leader, you will be excusing below standard performance and picking up the slack and that it leads to you burning out because you're having to do everything. This conclusion is in part reached because there's a misunderstanding that Being a servant leader does away with accountability. You still hold your people accountable uh, for their assignments, and and at the same time, you can serve them in such a way that sets them, uh, the team, and you up for success. First off, being a servant leader is something that every leader should be. There are certain ways in which you can serve your team uh, that fulfill what it means to be a leader. A common denominator to to all definitions of being a leader is that you wield influence over people. And while this is true, you have to put more behind the definition. Leadership is influencing people by providing uh, direction, providing purpose, uh, motivation to accomplish the mission or project task, whatever it is, as well as making the organization better, making your business better. Now you can begin to see how you will start to serve your team. You will serve them by providing the direction they're going, uh, the purpose behind that direction, and the motivation to continue to move forward toward 
the goals, all while improving the overall organization. There are other times when you will serve your team, uh, but those are situational. Uh, when they need to be protected from undue pressure, uh, when there is a uh, necessity to focus, uh, you'll shelter them from distraction. Uh, this is a service that they will never see or know necessarily, but it is important. Uh, or on the opposite end, you serve them by ensuring they are recognized and celebrated for the outstanding work and high performance they have accomplished. As you take the time to serve your team members in this way, both on a personal level and with the team overall, uh, you'll see that your people are more confident, uh, empowered, and really expectant. Uh, they'll be functioning with a new level of autonomy that gives you the freedom to to work on your own growth and other areas that require your attention and focus. Again, every leader should be serving their teams. And a good place to start is direction, purpose, and motivation. From there, you will uh, have the mind to serve your people because you can uh, see the fruit that is produced. Uh, you'll also be uh, better equipped to recognize opportunities to serve that will both protect and celebrate your team and its members. And the idea and vision of being a servant leader can look, at first glance, very shocking because it kind of turns things upside down. Servants are not seen as leaders, but rather followers. However, uh, when leaders serve, it puts them in a position to support and promote the people they lead. Generally, people have the tendency to seek position and power rather than opportunities for humble service. Highly effective leaders will serve their people and provide for their needs. Servant leaders know their success is built on the success of the team and the team will need to be taken care of. Servant leadership is just as uh, countercultural today as it has ever been. Yet when you take ownership of your dream, your idea, your business, you're called to be a servant. There will always be those that look at servant leaders differently, looking at them like they're doing something different. And we are to lead by a different model, but living as one called to serve others. Well, let's take a second to think about that phrase, servant leader. When you hear servant leader, what or who comes to mind? In answering, uh, is the first thing that comes to your mind someone who is providing for those they lead? If not, uh, consider that provision comes in many forms like we've just talked about. You have to provide the direction for your people, tell them where the organization is going, uh, where their team is going, and how that supports the overall mission of your business. Then how individually they, their success will translate into the direction of the team and business. It is important for every person that you lead to have a fully developed understanding of not just the mission, but vision also. Understanding these two things and how they relate brings uh, knowledge to the why of what your team members are doing. The servant leaders also provide expected behaviors that are to be uh, demonstrated during the execution, which helps tie in the how. The how is not always something you want to provide, 
uh, if there's not a specific process that must be followed, allowing team members to own the how will drive their creativity and bring about innovation. The last part, uh, this gets into the next area of uh, provision, purpose. Uh, This goes beyond the understanding of mutual support inside your organization. You're now uh, looking at an even bigger picture of of the why that supports the goods or services you are bringing to your clients or customers. This answers the question, how are we serving the needs or desires of our customers or clients? And after that, the servant leader will provide motivation. And this is where the leader's creativity comes into play. And the reason why is because uh, some leaders would argue that keeping the job should be motivation enough. But that is motivation through fear of punishment. And fear is a terrible motivator. A fear will only get you the minimum requirement, not the creative innovation that fuels and drives growth. You must know each of your people well enough to know what drives them. Then your own creativity can be exercised in providing uh, for the motivations of that individual. Do not forget to, to look at opportunities for group motivation as well. A healthy competition can create initiatives sometimes better than individual motivations can. And these are the basics of provision uh, from a leader. Take any one of direction, purpose, or motivation out and success is, it's bound to suffer. Uh, Building on these basics becomes easy because the relationships within your team members uh, and the relationship with the team as a whole Uh, They're built on a solid foundation. The more personal a servant leader is, the greater the chance of real connection, uh, leading to lasting change in, in, uh, in the one being served, and the likelihood of building a legacy that permeates far into the future. I know that was a lengthy definition of what it means to be a servant leader, but it was all necessary to, uh, lay lay out what they are, what they are not, and what they do so you have a solid understanding as we move forward in answering the other questions. So how do servant leaders equip others for success? What does it mean to equip others for success? And isn't this kind of a no-brainer? But does that mean uh, providing uh, for those you lead with only something tangible, or are there intangibles that can be provided as well? And the answer is yes. You will have to equip others by providing for their needs, both physically and mentally. This is done first through example, then by teaching, and finally uh, providing for physical needs. Purpose and direction are not things that you can hold on to, but rather an equipping tool that uh, allows you Uh, It allows those you lead to see the vision of the future and themselves as part of that future. You are equipping them by setting them on the right path that uh, achieves the goals of your business. The relationship between personal success and the achievement of, of your goals that you've set for the business can't be overlooked. Ultimately, achieving those goals should be what is happening in any business, but Along the way, leaders have an opportunity to provide for growth through equipping. 
I like to look at the example of Jesus. He performed an act of lowly service when he washed his disciples' feet. After Jesus provided uh, the example of service, he taught them that in leading, you will serve. Jesus taught that leaders will equip those they lead by serving them, by equipping them to succeed even in the absence of the leader. If you are patterning your leadership after that powerful example, you are called to accomplish your business's goals by meeting the needs of others, namely those you lead. So be asking yourself, what do people on my team need from me? How can I lead through service? And then apply the answers within your leadership. And the next question was, how and why are Uh, Servant leaders committed to the growth of others and their success. And to answer that question, you have to start from another. Are you threatened by the success of others, especially by those you lead? If leaders aren't careful, they can succumb to the lie that the success of those they lead or even those around them is a threat to them. This couldn't be further from the truth because in reality, the success of The leader is directly tied to how well their team performs. We can't fear that the success of those we lead will somehow make us obsolete or even take our place. And the second question to consider in order to answer the larger question is, what type of legacy do you want to leave? You as a business owner and leader should visit this question often. Leaders invest their talents into developing others. And a great example of this is found in the Old Testament of the Bible. King David did not let the success of those around him threaten who he was. He knew and understood his own identity. And because of that knowledge, he surrounded himself with a company whose exploits rivaled his own. Yet David honored them, encouraged their fame, and promoted them. And part of the legacy that David left was recognizing talent, And instead of suppressing that person, he pulled them close and made that person better. So you ready to set ego aside for the success of others? Your willingness to sponsor and encourage people will build success and bless them. This is hard for a lot of leaders uh, to set themselves aside and focus on the growth of others. Let's be clear, though, you still have to be in growth mode as well. No matter how high you climb, you still need to be growing. When you're sitting at the top of your business and you need to find someone that will help you grow, a mentor, a coach, the people in your network, those are all great assets for you to tap into. Okay, let me say this again because it bears repeating. Ego has to be removed and the focus needs to be given to the growth of your team. They need you to serve them and to help grow their talents. Servant leaders invest in the growth of those they serve. So here are some questions for you to consider. How can you invest in the long-term personal, uh, professional, and spiritual growth of those you lead? How could this affect the culture of your business or the future of your business? All right, moving on to the next point here. How do servant leaders cultivate teamwork? And again, you have to ask yourself other questions that get deeper and provide further input to answer the larger question. 
Are relationships a critical component of work? Well, of course they are. In every way, relationships are an absolute vital part of every profession. We all depend on one another's work. And interdependence is not a weakness, but a gift. Servant leaders understand the value of each team member in their particular role and nurture relationships between team members. You are providing for a culture of honor when you build and grow relationships with those you lead and amongst the different team members. This is invaluable to your business because you are leading people to live within each other's values and demonstrating what real respect embodies. And as you are thinking about cultivating teamwork as a servant leader, uh, consider these questions. What are relationships like between team members in your workplace? Is there a step you can take to cultivate trust, teamwork, and better relationships today? All right, how do you strike a balance between servanthood and leadership? Or is there a balance that needs to be struck at all? And what does this mean for you in a practical and actionable way? I want to hit these last questions all together. So what happens when you come up against a situation that requires you to be the, quote, boss? One challenge facing servant leaders is the balancing between the selflessness of servanthood and the forthrightness required of leaders. With all that you are considering up to this point, you will see the balance that is struck, usually without having to lay down a hard line that requires rigidity often associated with being the boss. When you are serving, your people know where you are going, how you want to get there through actionable and demonstrated values. The tension held in balance here is not one that is uh, particularly concerning. Within the proactive nature of your leadership, you're going to find that people generally do what needs to be done within the bounds of the culture you have established. In a practical and actionable way, Go through the questions I offered for consideration, and those are going to guide you to action as those are going to guide you to action as you form answers that fit your situation. There are no one size fits all answers to point you to a perfectly enlightened path. You must do the work in a place that is conducive for you to think, develop answers, and generate your actions. I will add these questions of consideration in the show notes for you to reference. I hope you're already seeing new ways you can serve the people you lead and that you take action on this right away. Don't delay on this. It's a game changer to see your team empowered and confident. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening and stay engaged.